Hey guys, and welcome back to Mujeres That Rock. Um, I cannot believe that I am done with like editing. Really, I didn't edit anything from this episode, but I just can't believe I'm done on a Sunday night. Like, typically, I'm rushing from work on a Tuesday trying to finish up the last edits, um, you know, from the podcast and just, yeah, like, yeah, it, it's a struggle for me just because, you know, I'm trying to learn to add certain things here and there, like, as in, like, um, a little bit of music and stuff like that, so if anybody would like to reach out and let me know how I could do that, definitely, please do, um, but yeah, I, for the time being, uh, I just kind of want to jump right into the episode because I think that every person that I've talked to has, like, great things to say. Not only that, it's, most of them are an hour. Um, from what you are seeing today, it is, like, an hour plus. So sorry about that, but I think me and Nakia talk about a lot of great things, especially if you are a newlywed, are trying to get ideas to keep the spark within you and your husband, are about to get married in the next couple of months, year or so or two, um, I think we both give good advice on, you know, what it's like to be a newlywed as well as be married for a hundred years like Hector and I. Um, and what feels like a hundred years, um, but no, I'm just kidding. It, it, it's been definitely crazy, but it, I'm so grateful and thankful and blessed to have, you know, the marriage that I have. Um, obviously we're not perfect. I'm sure there's things that Hector does not like about me. Um, and I know what they are and there's definitely things I don't like about him but and you know again he knows what they are so yeah um we're not perfect but we work on this every day like every day is a new day to wake up and see what you could change about yourself about you know your routine what you're doing speaking about routines um today I managed to do so much like I had a to-do list and now I'm finishing off you know with the podcast how amazing is that Hector's about to get home with the comida and I'm about to eat maybe watch a movie or an episode of like what I binge watch and call it a night um, I already drank some wine so you know if I'm talking super I don't even know what but yeah, that's because I drank some wine. Um, and yeah, I, I'm just excited for you guys to hear about Nakia. And <laughs> this is part two. We actually decided to go into part three. Um, excited for what's like to come next for part three. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but it's going to be good. Trust me, when I say it's going to be good, it's going to be good. Um and yeah, I already know that this one is a long episode, so let me just shut the hell up and get right into it because I don't want you guys to, why don't you do this? Listen to it on Wednesday morning on your way to work, after work, the rest of the week, 
please be my guest. Listen to it however you'd like. But again, I am so happy to have Nakia on the podcast. Um, she is just like a great woman, a great mujer. Like, let's just say it. She's a fucking badass. Um, gives let me not spoil it. I was going to say gives a shout out to somebody, but let me just not spoil it. But yeah, she is just an awesome, awesome mujer that rocks. And you know, that's why I decided to bring her on again. And I may surprise her again for part four. I don't know. You know, it just depends on how I feel, but more than likely, I think I actually mentioned part four already on here. And Please don't hate me for this, but it is my podcast, and I could just kind of do whatever I want. Um, I, like I said, it is just me behind the mic. I literally do everything. Um, and yeah, I'm just, like I said, excited to be having this conversation with her, having had had this conversation. Um, like, my, I really shed some tears, you know, like while we were talking, because just of what she spoke about so yeah just let's just be grateful and thankful for what we have the mans that we have in our lives um the husbands that we may have in our lives or that significant other whether it's your boyfriend that you live with no judgment i honestly i always um like say like i i think that that's a great thing to do before you get married Um, obviously you know if it's okay with your parents um, but you get to know the person so yeah definitely get to know them on a personal level uh, and that's as personal as you'll get so yeah uh, let's just be grateful for what we have Um, I think that day too like I had started this thing where it was like what are you grateful for today and someone actually said coffee and my husband and I was like damn that's like amazing if this is not a sign about what we're gonna do today or talk about today I don't know what is and uh shout out to Doris um she's the one that actually said it on Mujeres at Rock Instagram there you go there's a plug um she was like a supportive husband and coffee girl (laughs) yes because that that's like the first drink that I drink which it should probably shouldn't be but hey it is what it is so yeah I'm gonna stop talking now and I hope that you guys enjoyed today or not today today's episode (laughs) I hope you guys had a good Sunday it is Sunday it's raining so trying to hurry up get this done so I could go and chill okay so yeah let's jump right into it you and yeah (laughs) okay so Nakia welcome back um to Mujeres That Rock I'm excited like I've been excited all day um kind of worked up my excitement now like I'm releasing it all on you I'm so sorry because I know I could be (laughs) a lot sometimes so yeah I'm excited to do this um because I think this is a topic that a lot of people want to know about um kind of sort of I guess to like how we get here if that makes sense like to Mm-hmm. get married um so yeah so welcome back this is definitely another day because <laughs> we did not record all this on the same day um but I want to start off by asking you Nakia that one special question what is 
your husband's magic. <laughs> oh, you threw a curveball. I there. did. <laughs> I love it. I love that question. What is my husband's magic? Um, I think it's two things. One, it's his charisma. Um, he just has a very high energy and and for me being the opposite being like very chill and mellow um like he's just really good at lifting spirits uh one of his gifts is encouraging people um and so he's able to influence people in that way and influence me and lead me uh, as as a wife and um the other thing is he's very optimistic like he's always looking at the bright side of things and I think that's magic because you know we typically the people think of the glass as half empty instead of half full and I'm definitely one of those people Um, but he's the exact opposite and I think a lot of things that we've gone for our relationship and our marriage have just been because of his optimism and his ability to see the bright side of things. So yeah, I would say that's my husband's magic. Okay. I I love that. And you basically kind of sort of described my husband too, since you, since you got to ask, since you got to answer this question, sorry, I will answer this question for my husband too. Um, yeah, which I think his magic is really being like goal focus like I I've never seen him start something that he doesn't finish like I think um to him quitting is really not like an option um like I don't think it even crosses his mind which kind of pushes me to be the same way like kind of like what you said that it drives you to basically be a better person um and even though this gets on my nerves, but I think it definitely helps our family. Um, he is also very like looking into the bright side. He always looks at, you know, the good in people, believes in the good in people, regardless, like someone's house can be on fire and he's going to be like, you know, it's okay. We're going to build your house tomorrow. <laughs> like, and this person could be like, uh, sir, how, how are you going to build my house tomorrow? Like, there's no way. But he'll make it happen. So it's kind of like, not that it gets on my nerves in a bad way, but sometimes it's like, I could be really upset. And he's like, well, you know, we just have to put, put ourselves in their shoes. And it's like, no. Like, it makes me feel like he's not on my side. But then, then I sit down and think about it once, you know, like, I've calmed down. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I guess, you know, like. I guess this person or these people didn't know any better and so you know this is why they are the way that they are so yeah I think um it's always good to have a significant other like that um but yeah I'm 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 that's amazing though that's amazing that you not said one thing about him but said two so (laughs) shout out to the husbands I know, and that's awesome. I, I, I share that same feeling, like, when you're upset about something, it's like, can I just be upset about it? <laughs> Why are you over here trying to make me feel better? I know, and that's, that's exactly... Like... <laughs> that's exactly how I feel. I'm like, can you just, like, let me be in my feelings and, like, just for once, please listen. Even though right. they, they are listening, but it's like... 
well, you know, tomorrow the sun's going to come up. And it's like, you don't know that. But it's like, to them, it really <laughs> is. Like, it really is going to yeah. come out tomorrow. So, yeah, I... Yeah. <sighs> I really appreciate that from like that. Yeah, we really do, especially men. I think that it's very important um, coming from a man. You know, this is a a women's podcast, but today it kind of, kind of, sort of is about men. Well, our husbands, at least. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) Um, But you know, I think the question that I don't know, and I, I. that I've been wanting to ask you and just really well actually let me back up because I I don't want to like go backwards let me back up okay so I guess talk to us a little bit about your journey you know how you guys met you and your husband um just anything that you would like to share with us today on Mujeres at Rock just I just want to hear about, like, y'all's journey, you know, because I know you talk mm-hmm. about, like, on the previous um, episode, you talked about traveling and leaving and going off, you know, to work in other states and another country. Um, mm-hmm. I guess, talk to us about that, like, long-distance relationships, how you guys met, really anything that you want to share. Yeah, I'll do my best to sum it up, but... <laughs> Yeah, we met in college at Kennesaw State, and our very first interaction together, I don't remember it to this day, but he <laughs> does, and <laughs> I was a freshman, he was a sophomore, and he was an orientation leader, um, and I was about to be an orientation leader, but um, he said something to me along the lines of, you know, I see you in the gym sometimes. And I was like, yeah, I'm not trying to gain the fit freshman 15. So I got to go to the gym. And I, the fact that he told the story that way, I was like, okay, maybe it is true. Cause that sounds like something I would say, but to this day, I tell him like, you're making that story up. Like we didn't have that conversation. I don't remember it, but, um, but yeah, so that's how we met. And um, we really got closer through uh, the pageant that I did, Miss Black and Gold, that was sponsored by Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity. And he was not an alpha at the time, but he was about to become an alpha. So he was about to pledge and he was supporting the alphas. And so he bought a ticket for me. And I think the tickets were like $7 and he paid with a $10 bill. He was like, keep the train. And I was like, ooh, big <laughs> out here looking for 
like that just I don't know I was I was definitely pursuing the wrong type of guy like not the type of guy that you would want to marry um I was like kind of attracted to like bad guys and <laughs> that was not good at all you <laughs> were no you were what they say in that one song sorry to cut you off but you were what they say in that no. one song the 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 good girls want the bad guys. The college girls want the hood guys, or something like that. I can't even yeah, think of the yeah. lyrics. <laughs> I because am, yes, the poster child of that lyric. <laughs> <laughs> but but I think that's like everyone in college. If you think about it, like I I think that's always a thing, and you know, girls just want to fall in love. But yeah, I I think that's just. You know, it's like, why, because why wouldn't we be looking for this, you know? <laughs> right, exactly, yeah. I wish I could go back in time and slap myself for, <laughs> for that, taking that route. But, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, we we were friends. He was actually dating someone at the time. Um, but when we graduated from college, um, he was, he was, he, he, he wasn't in that relationship anymore. He was single. And as we continued to remain friends, he expressed to me um, maybe like, I want to say October of the, the year I graduated from college that he would have feelings for me. And I was like, okay, what do you want me to do with that information? <laughs> I was very caught off guard and just, but at the same time, I was excited because I was like, wow, there's a decent guy out here that actually likes me because I felt like I was attracting all the wrong people. Um, so it, I sat on it for several months and we continued to be friends. And then over time, like I just started noticing I was putting more time into my makeup before we hung out or I was getting a little nervous before we saw each other. And I was upset because I wanted him to post me on Instagram and he was like, I'm not posting you until you're my girlfriend. So <laughs> it just kind of escalated into like, okay, we might as well date. <laughs> um, and yeah, we got to know each other really well um, during that season. And it wasn't until, you know, like maybe a year in where I was like, wow, I think I would actually want to marry this guy if it turns into that. So that's our journey and you know like you alluded to before we um went through a season of long distance for at least a year i want to say yeah at least a year we were long distance i remember before i took my sign in paris i knew i was going to be there for six months and he dropped me off at the airport and when we gave each other our last hug like we cried <laughs> and it was just like, it was really dramatic because he had actually already booked a flight to come visit me in Paris in four weeks. So I was going to see him like not long after that, but I was just so like, just so emotional about it and thinking like, wow, I'm going to be six, how many hours ahead was I? Six or eight hours ahead of, of him. So like trying to, you know, even FaceTime or talk on the phone, like it was going to be a challenge, but yeah, we got through it, and that presented its own unique set of challenges, but that's our story. Wow. Okay, not at all. Like, <laughs> Nikki, I'm, like, laughing at myself, okay? I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing at myself because, like, I pictured something else in my head, like, that you were going to say totally something else, 
like completely something else. <laughs> like to be honest, I thought you were gonna say like I always dreamt about and prayed for like this man that drew it. And you when you were like I was chasing the thoughts, I was like, Oh my god <laughs> <laughs> sorry to say this to some girls out there I think some women don't like they're just like no I could change a man or trust me (laughs) (laughs) trust me like you cannot a baby's not gonna change a man a you know you could be like the most loyalist person ever alive and it's just still like not gonna want to change this person so it's I love how you say that you knew you were wasting your time you know um and I I also appreciate how you were like he's not worthy of me bringing home to you like I love hearing that that you have that relationship with your parents because it's like that's what you know a person like me could only hope and dream for with my daughter and stuff you know Um, Mm -hmm. and even though, you know, you were dating and you kind of said, like, I know I was wasting my time. I feel like you were also, um, very probably responsible about it, you know, um, not just doing whatever else and stuff, but just, I guess, trying to meet a person, but you kind of knew, like, I'm meeting them in the wrong, not, not wrong places, but, you know, just the wrong people. Um, yeah, but I, I really appreciate that that you saying that because I feel like more women need to kind of say like this is what it is and I kind of know it but it's like for the t- for, like for a short amount of time not obviously forever um, but, yeah so when you so okay what was y'all's first date like where did you guys go to was it like a typical date or was it more of a like a creative date I guess because I see all these things now (laughs) yeah I know like I guess it's kind of like I consider for our first date to be like the weekend that we got together so um I was living in Houston at the time and Drew was going to Dallas for a step show with some of his um frat brothers and I decided, well, we both decided, hey, let's meet up in Dallas. It's like maybe a one and a half hour drive from Houston so I can meet you there and we'll just like hang out. So we went to brunch. Uh, we actually, we went to church that Sunday. Um, 
and then we went to because it was Easter Sunday. Then we went to brunch. So that was like our first date, and I remember Drew being like, "So are you gonna let me pay this time?" Because before that, I kept saying like, "Well, if I don't pay, it's not a date." So <laughs> I was like not letting him pay, <laughs> and as a result, like I was like withholding the his right to say that he was taking me on a date. So I was being kind of petty about that, but. Yeah, that was our first date. I mean, we definitely, like, went out to eat and all kinds of things, like, as friends. And I remember the last time we did something as friends, it was, I think it was uh, a New Year's Eve, and we went to Waffle House. And he literally said, like, it just kind of fell out of his mouth, I'm going to tie you down one day, is what he said. And I was like, what did you say? And then he literally, he was shocked. Like, he couldn't believe that he said that. He was like, oh, nothing. I didn't say anything. <laughs> because I feel like when you know you just kind of know and we kind of touched base or like talked about this a little bit like when I told you about my husband and I and how um like I just felt right away that he was like well now like I feel like he's like my soulmate like I mean we were just like mm -hmm. best friends before and yeah I mean dating has definitely changed since like my husband and I were dating <laughs> um we've been together for what like 13 years now um but That's yeah amazing. The, <laughs> thank you it, it it's hard work but it's I feel like if you have that communication and that connection it's definitely doable like I mm -hmm. we always talk about you know just how we communicate and even if like sometimes he's like well do you want to go to counseling to counseling and I'm like yeah like let's do it you know like I don't think it's a bad thing to go to counseling if there's like something that may be bothering you that you don't even know about um because it could be like the smallest things like you could not even know I just want more quality time with you and it's like but if you go and talk about this to, with someone else that's like an expert they can kind of see it like oh well you know maybe to her like this is what's important quality time and maybe to you this is what's important that she communicates and that she is like just speaking up and telling you how she feels and stuff so People have right. different love languages. Like, mine is definitely, um, and I, I don't always say this, but now people are going to know <laughs> words of affirmation. <laughs> but I'm just always, like, that person that's, like, I don't need recognition to, like, to be okay, you know? But that's actually, mm -hmm. like, my second one. So what I say is I love presence and quality time. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah and, I mean that's real though and I feel like even like your like what your um love language is it can change over time mm -hmm. like depending on what you go through in life and stuff um which kind of brings me to something I wanted to ask you so oh god you know you've been married <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous now you knew this was gonna come. You had to know I was gonna ask you at least one question. Yes, I. 
So when you, you know, you've been married for has it been 12 years now? Yes. Yeah, so this, this December, I think is going to be 12 years. I am so sorry, Hector. <laughs> and I know he forgets Listen, too. <laughs> I feel like after year like two or three, it's kind of like, look, we haven't gotten a divorce. That's what matters. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. To but, be honest, it's like another year down. We're good to go. <laughs> right no that's what matters so what like how has that how has y'all's relationship changed over the years because I feel like when you first get married definitely at the stage that me and Drew are in everything is very new and fresh and exciting and you're kind of in a honeymoon phase um but I mean that phase does not last forever I mean I know some people say it does but and for them but I feel like you know me being a realist I just feel like at some point you do it's not that you don't love that person as much but that fresh and exciting oh we just got married thing like it can't last for like 25 years of marriage like you may still want, love that person that love is going to grow so I just want to know what your experience is like do you feel like that honeymoon phase like it's realistic for it to last or do you feel like yeah just like what what it, what has that um, looked like you know as you all have been married over the years and how you all keep things fresh or exciting like just what has that been like for you <laughs> Makia I feel like it's it's so <clears throat> I guess wow I had to like clear my throat I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you I don't know why <laughs> I, I I feel like I have so much to say, but I will say this. Um, and I'm probably going to just, like, jump from here to there. But it's definitely been a roller coaster. And by that, I mean when we got married, like, literally a month after Hector left to Afghanistan. And so for the first year of us being married, it was me here in Georgia and him gone to Afghanistan and I always wow. tell people like I think that prepared us for like quarantine time and you know mm. I, I'm not saying that people well I will say this I know personally some people did not survive quarantine time and I and I mm-hmm. I'm not making fun of them nothing like you know it, it is what it is and I think that this is where we need to be real with ourselves because if we just can't even be stuck in a house with someone, then, you know, or if you're fighting, if you're just whatever it may be, and if you have children there, then yeah, like I think it's time to move on and not to say that, you know, you didn't try or anything, but I I think that definitely prepared us for quarantine time, um, which to be honest, I love being at home. I love Hector so much. I probably annoyed him every day. And he was probably like, please, God, let me get out of this house. But <laughs> to begin with, I was, to, or to, at the beginning of quarantine, I was going to work. He did. He was not, because he's a teacher. So, like, as soon as they shut down everything, I mean, he was stuck at home with my daughter. So, they just had all types of emotions. Um and yeah so after he got back um it was kind of like our lives picked up again um we were living for a short amount of time at my mom's which come to find out there's like actually a lot of people that live at their parents house 
Um, and I yeah. thought I was the only one, but we just kind of know, like, as a couple and as a family, like, Hector does not like living in the same home as, like, anyone else because he just wants to walk around as he pleases, basically. Like, and my mom was probably like, y'all gotta go. <laughs> um, so, yeah, like, we just kind of know. We've always communicated that. Um, and he was like, okay, we're, you know, I'm picking back up, like, when he left Afghanistan, he was attending Kennesaw State, um, and so everything was just kind of on hold for him when he got back. So he was able to go back to Kennesaw. Um, we moved to Kennesaw, and I think, you know, to at the beginning, it was kind of like having to live with this person that was gone for so long or for, you know, a year somewhere where it wasn't like the greatest basically so um mm -hmm. you know resources were provided to us uh for when he got back and we did definitely use them um i think one thing about me though has been that like <laughs> i i will and i will admit this like i am a jealous person and hector's just always like i'm not the best looking person so what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> He's so humble. <laughs> he really is. And I was like, if I like you, there's somebody else out there that may like you. So it is. Right. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, there's always someone out there for someone. So that was, you know, really interesting. And Hector's a very friendly person. Not saying that I'm not, but it's just taken me a while to get to where I'm at now to be this um, person that I am and wanting to have conversations and stuff. So he has always been like this or has just been into having conversations with people and sometimes I would just be like you know you're not paying enough attention to me like I know even with my friends and I'm so sorry to my friends out there but they know I'm like a needy person like I'm a needy friend <laughs> and <it's, laughs> so it's you know, we would go out, and I'm like, I just want your undivided attention. He's like, okay, I clearly can't give you that right now because we're at an event. Because um, he joined a fraternity, <laughs> a fraternity, like, right after coming back from Afghanistan. So, we, I think we did live that college experience together because we were both in school during um, the time that we both attended Kennesaw State. And so, that was that was pretty fun uh we actually did take some classes together like some of our um because he was getting ready to graduate when i was like taking some of my electives still so we did take some classes together which that was pretty cool um and then you know i think over the time like now i'm just you know just because of like what I've been through before like I think I did have some trust issues and stuff so like but now I can be like okay I trust you I know no one's you know I know it's kind of like I know what mm -hmm. I have with you and if you decide one day to like I don't know mess that up then it's it's gonna definitely hurt but I feel like it's like I I trust you so much that I just don't think I hope knock on wood Hector so that he does not ever mess this up you know <laughs> but um yeah I, and I 
well, wow, now I definitely forgot, like, everything else I was going to say, because I did want to touch up on a lot of things, though, but I, I think it's, oh, you talked, you asked about, like, the spark. I definitely do think that, um, if you feel the need to tell Drew ever, or really anyone listening out there, like, hey, I need you to give me, like, something to work with. I, I definitely think that, like, you know, as a wife, you do have that right to let them know, like, hey, I feel that you're not giving me attention, or for me, I felt that at times, like, when Hector was doing, taking his master's, like, I was like, I just, I just want you to go to sleep at a decent time, you know, um, and his master's, his master's years was probably, like, the worst years to be honest because he was just working and then stressed out with school so at times like he would do all-nighters or sometimes he would go to sleep really late and all all I would say was like hey just go to sleep at a decent time with me and like I'll be okay and you know we made that happen we made that work and um yeah sometimes like if I'm like let's just leave like let's just do like a staycation or I don't know go like 40 minutes away from Atlanta like let's do something and I feel like he's always very up for that um even though it may not be like his thing to do um I know I'm probably more like this is what Hector would love to do all day be at home play his switch and or like his PS that he wants to get now PS5 um go to the gym and then listen to his podcast literally this is what Hector would like to do all day (laughs) me I'm always like we need to go to the store like let's go to this farm I saw that they have this farm here and he's like oh god he's like where do you find these things like he's like you need to stop like (laughs) following people and I'm like no like I found this cool farm so it's always like me having to drag him out of the house and he's a very like at home body um but luckily to quarantine due to quarantine time he wants to kind of go out now more (laughs) so yeah (laughs) i mean yeah i'm i'm just like i think we balance each other pretty well um and you know we've we've been through a lot like but i think at the same time i not that i feel like a newlywed because you know like we're just like past like the comfort zone it's like beyond comfort (laughs) with him like me i i still close the door when i use the restroom him no like (laughs) i I, and i'm always like do not come in the bathroom and sometimes he like tries and i'm like hector like talk about getting me upset like i would get upset at him because he's like it's just me and i'm like no i don't feel comfortable doing that like I don't know if it's just me, like, (laughs) being a lady. I really don't know. But I'm just like, no, don't, like, I don't want you to see me do this. Like, this is nasty, you know? (laughs) I I can't. And him, he's just so comfortable, which, but I don't mind it, if that makes sense. Like, if I see him, like, I don't mind it. Like, it's just, like, normal now to me. Um, And I think one thing I would like to share with people out there and I hope nobody thinks I'm like nasty (laughs) but this is this is the (laughs) truth okay this is how I felt that day and I think 
I'm only sharing it because of the compliment that I got back from my friend. So I was in Florida and I, um, we were at Disney and I was like with my friends and stuff. And, um, I think I was like there for a couple of days and then I was like, Oh, I, I just can't wait to go back home and be with Hector. And they're like, what? Like you're, you're here with us. <laughs> and I'm like, I know, but I was like, I just can't wait to go back home and like be a slut with him. And they were like, what? <laughs> and then, um, one of my friends was like, Brenda, Oh my God. And then my other friend was like, well, you know what? She's like, I only hope that I could say that, like, after being married for so long, and Mm -hmm. I was like, that's how I feel, like, I'm like, let me be, like, this is how I feel, like, I want to go home, I want him to touch me, like, to hug me, so, yeah, like, and I really, like, that's probably one thing that I will always remember from, you know, my friend sharing that, and she was like, I just love how you could still say, I guess, things like that because you wouldn't really, you know, express it that way um, if they mm-hmm. weren't your husband. And I was like, yeah, I'm like, I'm just kind of ready, you know, to go home and be with him. And so, yeah, so I think to me at least, like, I really do believe that either one of you guys will always keep that spark. Um I don't think you guys are a boring couple from what I see. Like, I think you guys are really (laughs) funny and fun together. So I really don't think, you know, that it will ever, that, that spark will ever die. Well, that's very encouraging to hear and to hear from you. And I feel like, man, that should be every wife's goal to be, you know, (laughs) several years into their marriage and saying like I just want to go home with my husband to be a slut like that is the energy I'm trying to be on (laughs) so yeah hats off to you for that because yeah I just feel like you know the like the early phases of marriage and even just like dating there's so much buzz and excitement around it but people don't really show the joys of marriage and like doing life together and like continuing to be in love and stuff and so like it's just it's just like examples that you the one you just shared like it just shows like you can still be in love like you can still have a good time and it sounds like it only gets better I mean I would I would hope you know so that that is awesome that's what I was gonna say I I was gonna say like I know and to be honest, I mean, we're just going to be real here. Like, I think, you know, like when you first get with your husband or when you're first married or first newlyweds or um, even when, you know, when you move in with a person, we all know what we're doing most of the time. Like, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you know, and it's like, yeah, like I remember those days, but I think like it has gotten way better. Um because it's just like it gets funnier to be honest because it's like (laughs) like you start talking about grandkids and you start talking about like children and all these things and it's just kind of like well if you're gonna be like this like I don't want you to be like this lame person please don't say that ever again like (laughs) (laughs) so it's just kind of like 
I, I do believe, like, definitely cherish that time that you have right now because I think that is, like, what builds the relationship. And I, I say that because, you know, I think right now is the time where the communication starts and where you guys kind of, like, if there's something that bothers you, you may not say it, but, like, you may say it, you know? And it's just you're getting to definitely know the person on a different level like once you live with them because you you see everything you're just like wow you know um Mm -hmm. everything (laughs) (laughs) yeah like and and it's just i mean i will tell you most of the memes out there are true like literally hector will put his clothes right next to you know his dirty basket and or his dirty clothes basket, and I'm just like, the basket's right here. Like, how did you miss? <laughs> and he's like, I'll pick it up tomorrow. And, yeah, it just never gets picked up, so I have to go and pick it up. But these are just, like, little things, you know, that's like, you're not obviously going to be mad forever about it. But, yeah, mm-hmm. you you definitely see things that you're like, wow. You know, like I said, like, the comfort zone is definitely now out the window. Minus me, like, I just can't. there's there's a level that I have to like being so comfortable with him and it's definitely like mine is like I just can't be like I can't use the restroom in front of him that's probably the only thing yeah cannot (laughs) (laughs) well there are I mean I I think like there are worse things that you could struggle with sharing than not wanting to share you know your toilet space so yeah you know that's that's not that's not weird and I mean I didn't know how that was gonna work for me and Drew um, and even though I don't mind it I would still prefer to be in peace like sometimes he'll come in and, and like try to tell me something or like show me something on Instagram I'm like I'm kind of in the middle of something can we can I finish this first and he's like I mean I don't care it's fine I'm over here trying to grab the spray and stuff yeah it's just yeah for for anybody that feels uncomfortable, uh, the poopery poopery thing is like definitely your friend. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> I'm just like Hector is the same way. He's like, well, I just gotta tell you something. Open the door, and I'm like, no, go away. He's like, just open the door. And I'm like, please go away. Like, I'm not gonna open the door. So yeah, it, it's it's definitely another level and I think that they probably do it just to mess with us to be honest because they know it's probably like something we don't want to do and it's like them just try to I don't know mess with us but I will say this so I think that because you know you what you said you're like you sharing that example um I don't put out a lot of like us on social media and I think that that's what one thing that has definitely for sure protected our I guess like our love like to me that's very Mm -hmm. sacred and very just like that's like my one thing that I really love about us um and yeah I just like if people ask me like Obviously, you know, my friends, like, my close friends, they know about our relationship and stuff. And But, yeah, other than that, like, 
people may even think, like, I'm pretty sure some people thought, like, we were going to get a divorce or that we weren't going to make it. But it's just like, well, I just really don't share our relationship like that with anyone. And I think that that's what's kept it so protected. Um, And I enjoy it that way. Like, you know, I do always say, like, I kind of feel it in my heart that I'm going to be famous one day. Um, <laughs> but, Look, I'm glad I got on your podcast now. Yeah, I'm, I'm bringing every single person, like, I'm definitely going to be, like, giving you guys a shout-out. Do not worry. You're going to make some money. Like, I'm, I always let people know that. Like, for the people that left me on red or haven't responded, I probably will not mention your name. <laughs> No, but they got I, yeah. <laughs> um, but I uh, wow. Now I even lost like my train of thought. I I think that's what's kept it, you know, kind of also that spark. And I definitely do believe in date night, especially especially if you have babies. Like you definitely need your own time. I know that mom guilt is a thing. And that's probably something I'll talk about later, but um, you guys still need to work on, like, y'all's relationship, even after, you know, you have a baby, a home, because you have to talk about, like, important things that sometimes you may not want your kids to hear about, or, um, you know, talk about, like, how you're going to raise your kids and what you're going to do about certain things that happen with your kids. Like, you know, it, it was definitely, um, uh, we have been talking about a lot of those important things now during quarantine time because it, it's just, it is what it is. And, you know, we're at home and now my daughter sometimes like listens to like our conversations and she's like, what? But I, I'm just kind of glad to be where we're at and because I have heard like other other kids or other young adults talk about like their parents and sometimes they'll even share like well my parents don't even sleep in the same room and you know nothing it it can also depend on like your living circumstances how you know how the rooms are figured out and who gets to sleep where where there's space and stuff so I, I really just take in, you know, things like that. And I, I, I'm very grateful for what I have with Hector and, you know, what I get to share with him every day, every night. Like I, I know I keep on saying this, like, but I am just, I'm that person that's like, I need to go to sleep next to you. Like I need to feel your body next to mine because if not, I like can't sleep. And if he gets up in the middle of the night, I don't know why or what it is that I feel him. And I'm just like, where are you going? He's like, I'm just going to the bathroom. Calm down. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's kind of crazy um, that I don't even, like, I feel that way towards him. And, you know, I kind of know when he's, like, in bed with me or not. So it's, it's crazy. And then when he used to travel a lot um, because – of everything that he was doing, um, like the weekends that he would be gone, I was not looking forward to them because I could 
not sleep at all. Like, I probably slept, like, four hours max, and, yeah, it, it was just not good. And he was like, you need to, like, calm down. He's like, you think you're nervous or something? And I was like, no, I, I just can't sleep, like, without you. So, yeah, that's... Aw, you're such a sap. <laughs> I really am. Like, a lot of people don't know this. <laughs> so sorry to my friends out there that you have to hear this. <laughs> but no, like, that's that's the way it should be. And I think you used a really powerful word to describe, you know, y'all's marriage. You said it's sacred. And I think that is the piece that a lot of people don't understand about marriage, that it is supposed to be a lifelong commitment to somebody and you all are supposed to, you know, really grow together and, and build something that you couldn't build alone. Um, and I think people just really condense that down to a beautiful wedding and, or, you know, like a business or an empire that you're building with someone. It's like, no, it's so much bigger than that. and So much more sacred, like you said. So I think it's great that you all protect your marriage in that way. And I hope that, you know, people who are listening feel the same, but you know, you have to do whatever is necessary to keep it sacred. And, um, it's just, it's so important. So I think it's really healthy that you guys look at it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and one thing we also do and, you know, you like, by all means like I feel like some sometimes people need advice from other people or like from family members but we do not share our relationship or like our struggles um with our family members like I mean sometimes he may mention something like to his mom and stuff but it's never like should I leave her should I not um it's just to get like legit advice but I know for myself I really try not to get advice from anyone because I think at this point it's kind of like um we just kind of know what we have so it's like I wouldn't want to bring someone else into into it because then you may hear something that you don't want to hear you know like and it's just kind of like is it good advice is it bad did it make you upset um but shout out to my mother-in-law because she does always have my my side <laughs> she's always like well Hector like you just can't do that to her and I'm <laughs> so like he's just like I'm just not even gonna say anything no more <laughs> um but I just think you know like I said it and it's totally up to the person like I'm not saying sitting here saying that no, don't get advice. Like, that's just what we do. And that's what we have decided to do. And, you know, granted, he may talk to his brother sometimes about us. and um, But I don't think it's ever to the point where, like, something really drastic or, you know. Um, and me, I, I am a big believer in prayer. Um, I do journal a lot. So, like, that's just kind of sort of how I release everything that I may have um, inside or built up inside or if I need to talk to like someone then I will but for the most part it's just I do always pray on certain on things not not on everything but like for sure I do bring that prayer into my relationship and 
um, you know, ask for advice or really anything that the Lord may want me to see. I for sure do that with my relationship. But like I said, I don't like to really ask anyone um, for advice because I think it's like no one really knows what you guys have been through and um, I don't know if they would really understand. Yeah, that's really wise. And like, I've also learned the same thing that it's best to not get advice from like your family, especially because they're probably going to take your side even when you're wrong. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure when I'm wrong, like if I were to go and talk to my parents, like I could spin it away where they would say, oh yeah, girl, you're right. <laughs> you know, So I have to like, like really be mindful of that. And also because like we will forgive our husbands for things that maybe they mess up, but like for some reason, family and friends, they have such a hard time forgiving, like, like the spouse that's not even theirs for, oh, you hurt my sister, or you, I'm like, you're not married with the guy, if, if she wants to forgive her husband, then you need to forgive him too, so, yeah, I feel like that's super wise, and then, even if you're not, like, sharing your problems with your with friends or family there are so many other ways to get advice like through reading books and like you mentioned prayer or like going to marriage conferences like drew and i went to a conference while we were engaged and it was incredible so like there are a lot of ways to you know still continue to learn about how to be a good wife or be a good husband without having to involve like every single person and getting advice from people who may be biased or may not even have, like you said, they may not have even experienced what you're going through. So yeah, yeah, tons of ways to do that. Yeah. And what I have come to learn is really like, um, if you have like an influencer that has a podcast out there, um, I would definitely listen to like podcasts that relate, I guess, kind of sort of, to marriage um if because okay so for like example i've been listening to i can't i don't know her last name is it actually great graham great graham the plus uh, size, i think so yeah, the plus size supermodel so i started yes. yes yes i love her so much um i started listening to her podcast and she does talk about marriage on there and i think it was the podcast that she had because I had to go all the way to like the very first one and her very first one was with Kim Kardashian and she talks about marriage and um Kim Kim actually had like some good advice on like how she works you know uh through her marriage like activities that her and her husband do Kanye West like I I, and I think that's great that's that's amazing and great because you know obviously they have the resources to get basically whatever they need um any advice that they may need but I feel like she's also really creative with certain things that she does um and as well as Ashley like she talked about prayer like she was like you know me and my husband have prayer time at the beginning of the day and I just think that that's so amazing like I think it's building little habits like that that will make your relationship better um 
you know, throughout the years and stuff. And, uh, like, I know, for example, mine um, was uh, I want to start reading with Hector. Like, that's just been our thing. Um, And also, like, just kind of we were working out before. I really, really, really enjoyed that. But then our schedules changed, so we don't do that anymore. Um, But... For sure, now reading together, like, we want to start doing that, like, just have that time for ourselves um, and to just kind of read and stuff together um, and, like, obviously read the same book. Uh, So, yeah, that's, like, one little habit that I want to start doing. And I did have another one, but I definitely forgot. Like, I looked to the side and I forgot about it. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, like I said... Yeah, those are all really great plugs. Yeah, yeah. So if you, like, anyone out there, if you have, like like I said, an influencer that you want to listen to or that is doing a podcast, for sure, look into it because um, it's very... It's very much needed and it'll give you ideas. Like, even though you may not want to do something it'll give you ideas to do something else. Um, I, I, at least that's how my brain works and how I see it. Yeah, I agree. And hearing you talk about the podcast reminded me of, it's a podcast called 30 Minutes with the Perrys, and, she, and it, the couple, the wife, her name is Jackie Hill Perry, and she's definitely a influencer that I love to follow and they had a podcast where they talked about how to argue well and I was like hmm that's really interesting and they just kind of like you know bust up this myth that arguing with your spouse is bad and it's like you're gonna disagree if you don't disagree on anything either y'all aren't talking enough or y'all are being fake so (laughs) like they just kind of talked about like how to have a healthy argument and how to respect the other person's opinion and come to a compromise. So yeah, I definitely think like podcasts are a really great way to learn from other influencers and people who are married. I I think that's, you touch on such a great, because to be honest, that may be it. Like that may be the secret as to why people fight a lot. Like married couples is because they don't agree on stuff, but they, probably don't see it but now I see it like I see it because I'm like hmm, me and Hector do argue they're kind of good arguments though like <laughs> we, <laughs> we we definitely like we're very opposite from one another um sometimes have different views like you know um with like the whole uh, okay and I will admit this I will say it on here with the whole like rioting He was very like, you know, I don't think that people should like be burning stuff. I don't think that we should be doing this. Like, I think we need a more logical way of getting attention. And I'm just like, honestly, I don't even care. Like, burn what you got to burn. Make the media like (laughs) see us like we got it. Like, I was like, let me tell you something. I was like, when it when we were kneeling, they weren't paying attention when we were doing other like you know, things, they weren't paying attention. I was like, so you got to do what you got to do, like burn the stuff up. And he, he was <laughs> he was very like, I don't know. Like, and so it, it's just things like that, but it's, it's okay. Like, I think it really is okay. Like, 
I know for sure I definitely probably feel feel it more like it breaks my heart more not saying that it doesn't break Hector's heart but like it definitely it's something in me that like makes me hurt when you know I see certain things like so certain like social injustice like for sure it definitely like makes me angry inside and um you know I think he does respect that like sometimes I go on these rants and he's like okay well we just can't act like this you know we can't act like this we can't give the people the right to call us certain things he's like so we're gonna have to calm down and that's when I calm down but he does definitely hear me out and he's probably like oh god here we go again like (laughs) um he's just like I think you need to stay off social media for a certain while and I'm just very like no I need to know what's going on I need to know what's in the know like I I need to know um so yeah I I definitely think there's there's good arguments like good arguing um what are they called there's actually a real like well no it's more about like how to take criticism the good way but it's also like good conflict and it there's this thing that I watched God, it was like a long time ago, but it was on how to have like good, good arguments um, and how, you know, you start with, I guess, like the bad thing and then you end it with something good. Um, <laughs> but I don't think most arguments end like that. But I think at the end of the day, you know, you love that person and this is what brings you guys together that even though we may have different views on certain things, at the end of the day, I think we come together to work on the same thing, to, um, you know, get our voices heard if that's what, you know, we're arguing about or whatever the case may be. But I think at the end of the day, you're a team and you come together and work together as a team to, you know, work on yourself, work on your marriage, work on everything that you have going on. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think like like you said, like we there's there are definitely healthy ways to have an argument and I like you said you all have good arguments. I do feel like there is such thing as a good argument versus a bad argument. Like you can argue about something legit like social justice but like let's not argue over who's gonna have the last potato chip. Like <laughs> Like, yeah. let's make oh our my. argument worthwhile. I'm not trying to waste my breath. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say this because I know Hector is going to talk smack. I sometimes do get mad if he eats my food. <laughs> you know what? Like, the potato chip is probably a bad example because food is a really big deal. Like, and me and Drew have had an argument about food, like, we had an argument about how much food we were going to order, and I I wanted to order, like, twice as much as he did because I was really, really hungry. And he was like, I just don't think we need that much food. And I was like, well, what if I just want to be generous? We were going to my parents' house. What if I want to be generous and keep them from having to cook tomorrow? And he was just like, oh, my gosh. So I t- take the food example back because I am guilty. <laughs> no, I, I already had to say it because he's going to be like, I know Hector's going to be like 
do you remember the time you woke up from a nap and I ate your tacos and you were like livid? Like, I'm talking about like, I was like, <laughs> and he's like, for some tacos? Seriously? He's like, for some tacos? I'm like, you ate my food. I was like, I took a nap. I was looking forward to waking up and eating my food. Like, I had my, my in my head, I had it planned out. Like, after my nap, I'm eating my, my food. And my food wasn't there. So, you know, you, you get pretty oh. upset. <laughs> That's the worst kind, though. Like, when you, it's premeditated. Like, you're looking forward to it. You know, it like, okay, I don't, have, I don't have a taste for anything else. I want those tacos. And then you open it up, and it's not there. I know. Yeah, that's it's going to be a fight. Yeah, yeah. Like, I will tell you, there will come a day, people, where you will fight with your spouse for food. Like, yeah, because I just, yeah, I've definitely been there. And... I mean, Hector knows now. He and he even tells my daughter. He's like, "Don't, don't, you know, you, you know, when it comes to food, like, don't, don't mess with her." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. before we go, Nakia, because I real quick, and you could share whatever you'd like to share, because I know that you have a whole article on this, um, and this was really the reason why I brought you on. But I love just talking about marriage, so. You just recently got married during COVID time. Um, mm-hmm. How was that in the planning, I guess you could touch? And again, we can refer the listeners to the article because I think it's just amazing. Like I know when you share like the writings that you do, I feel like it's just amazing and I, I, I enjoy them. So whatever you want to touch bases on, Please feel free yeah. to touch up on it. Sure. So, yeah, how was planning a wedding? Like, before COVID, even before COVID, like, I don't, I learned really quickly I was not a typical bride. Like, I was ready to be done with wedding dress shopping because it was so stressful. Like, I was, like, I think I went to, like, two places. I'm like, this is it. I'm going to get it. I'm tired of, like, going in the dressing room with women and then seeing me naked. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. (laughs) So um, I got my dress and everything. But when COVID hit, like, it was, I think, maybe two months before our wedding. No, one month. It was was about a month before our wedding. Because I want to say the shutdown happened in mid-March, and our wedding was scheduled for April 26th. So about a month out. And... It, it was still so new like we didn't know exactly what was gonna happen like were we gonna was the lockdown gonna happen and the virus gonna go away like we just didn't know so we went to go ahead and get our marriage license because we didn't know like what if the government shuts down then we can't even like get officially married so we went to get our license uh, um and then like every day I was changing my mind on what I wanted to do because I mean, <laughs> even though seriously, like even though we had our license, um, you know, we didn't really consider ourselves married until like we said our vows before God and, and like, you know, officially tied the knot. So we were like, should we just, should we try to wait it out and have a big wedding later? Or should we just go ahead and get married because we don't know how long it's going to last. And like, it took me, like up until the week of the wedding, like I was really unsure of what to do. Wow. <laughs> and, um, 
Yeah, it was just like sorting through my emotions every day. I remember just like looking for like packages to go elope and I would come across other weddings or people on Pinterest like who had their dream weddings and I was just it made me really sad and I was like wow like wow God like you really stripped me of this opportunity to have my wedding day like what did what why me like you let that person have their wedding you must not love me the way you love them and that's a whole other thing like God really had to sit me down and say listen child this is not about you (laughs) (laughs) there is a global pandemic going on and there's a lot more happening around you than your wedding um and I feel like the Lord was just telling me like I will be glorified in your wedding much more in this pandemic than it than I would have been on your perfect wedding day with everything going the way you wanted it to. And it's so true. Like I feel like the number of people that we've been able to reach with our story and even talking to people um, through Instagram and stuff, like none of that would have happened if we would have had a perfect wedding because that would have been normal and there would have been nothing remarkable about it. But like the week of the wedding, we actually pushed it up like one or two weeks because they scientists were predicting that the virus was going to get worse. So we were like, well, let's go ahead and get married in case like, you know, we can't even like have a photographer or a pastor come over. So we moved the wedding up. My dad did all the florals um which like my dad is just awesome and so is my mom my mom helped too um she helped coordinate like the catering and she did like a devotion with me that she wrote on the morning of the wedding and it was just really special like that day of the wedding I literally forgot that there was a pandemic like you would think like waking up and getting married in your parents house would be a constant reminder of how everything went wrong but literally it did not cross my mind until that evening we were sitting down having dinner together I was like oh yeah we are in a pandemic but the day was just so it felt like really old-fashioned like a very timeless old-fashioned wedding you know every like with your family close by and um, the, everyone pitching in, like, you know, having a bouquet made my made by my dad and having my mom um, put out the, the petals on the aisle, like, it was just very intimate and sweet and everything that I wanted because I always wanted it to be intimate. And honestly, there were so many people on our guest list that I really did not care to invite, but my mom told me I had to invite them <laughs> because they were family. That's, so, I mean, yeah. So Okay, so you just, like, literally brought tears to my eyes. One, I love weddings. Oh. I know I know. <laughs> I shared this with you, but I love love. But, so I took a wedding, a wedding planning class, and I know, I probably think I'm, like, the best person ever. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really not, y'all. That's pretty cool. But, I... <laughs> I think those are the best. I love how you say that God sat you down and he's like, but I think those are the best things that happen. Like, mm-hmm. I love when yeah. God sits me down and slaps me and is like, you need to wake up. Like, he yeah, probably, like, I cusses at me. Yeah, he, like, I'm pretty <laughs> sure, Jesus, I know I put you through so much. I put myself through so much. So sorry. But, like, yeah, like, it, it's, 
I love moments like that. And two, like, when else? Like, your wedding just sounds so like. I don't know. Like, I would I would love a small wedding to be honest. Um, just seeing everything that I I did in that class for a wedding um, was crazy. Uh, it's a lot of stress on the bride to be honest and it's supposed to be your special day but I feel like when I hear you talk about it like this is legit special not saying that nobody else's wedding is special please do not think that I'm saying that like but I think when else can you say that your dad made floral arrangements you know like it's I don't know to me it's so beautiful um, you just gave me some ideas, like, for my daughter, but, like, yeah, for sure. I think it's, this is amazing, what you're sharing with us right now, and it's very, I'm very sacred. Like, I, I love how you're sharing your story and your wedding. What date did you get married? What was the date of your wedding? We got married on April 17th this wow. year. Wow, so, like, right in the middle of everything. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, I tried to unplug from social media for a few days after the wedding, and, and literally, when we, when I got back on, on, it was like, the U.S. is opening up again, <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then the cases started going up, like, it was crazy, it was like, oh, wow, so I was just glad, I feel like everything worked out the way the Lord wanted it to, I think I would have been so much more stressed trying to decide how to have a wedding when like all the restrictions were lifted because like now you're responsible for putting on your own safe event and if people get sick at it like that's on you and Mm -hmm. I just didn't want that stress like I I really wanted to keep it like no more than 10 people we're all going to social distance like I hadn't hugged my mom or my dad until the wedding day so just knowing that like you know, we had that kind of safety net of being on lockdown and knowing that nobody got sick or anything. It was just very relieving. Yeah, that that's so. And by the way, your pictures are beautiful. I love the drone idea. Oh, like whoever you. came up with that, it's like, who, who would have thought like of having a drone? Because I don't think I've ever seen that. I've been to a lot of weddings. I do not think I have ever seen that. And I think, like, that's a great idea for future brides out there that are getting married, like, you know, in a in a winery, um, in a farm or something. Like, I think those would be some great shots. But, like, yours, I mean, even though, like, it was in a neighborhood, it just looks so elegant, like, how you guys were driving. It's just, I love that video of you guys. And, I think it's very amazing how you planned out because I was like, damn, she did the thing. Like, I was like, (laughs) she, like, to be honest, after I took that class, because I did take that class very serious because I do love planning things. So, you know, I did, like, put my heart and soul into that class. (laughs) And, um, yeah, (laughs) I just, like, I loved how you did that like how you I was like she just blew like all these things out of the water basically and yeah I I 
I admire that so much. I think that you're you were such a graceful bride and you didn't like you were such a trooper to not complain again nothing against people out there but I think some people who are being very selfish and they're like why me like why God like you know like the same questions that you asked but putting it out there for people to see and it was kind of like I don't know not not that I felt some type of way but it was just kind of like you know, we, we, we have other things going on, but I, I just loved how everything worked out for you. I, I think you're so worthy of, you know, what you received that day, um, that time with your family, that time with your husband, like saying your vows and stuff and how you're like, I woke up that day not thinking like there's a pandemic going on, like, or how are we going to do this? Like everyone, shout out to your family like mom and pops because they (laughs) troopers man like i know what it's like to plan certain things and the stress that could come behind it but that is amazing Mm -hmm. like such a great support system such a great family um you know and drew such a trooper (laughs) for getting married through a pandemic yeah (laughs) I am so grateful. Like it would have been so much harder to do that alone. And even I think about, you know, brides who have parents who don't live in the same state as them or some of them, they have parents in other countries. And it's like, how do you even expect a bride to go through that alone? You know? So I'm just grateful that my parents live right down the street and I went and stayed with them the week of the wedding. Cause that was like my last hurrah of like being, you know, officially, as I would say under my parents umbrella, like, you know, my dad used to always say, until you get married, I will be the man that covers you. Wow. And like when, my when drew you know when we got married he was like basically she's your problem now (laughs) (laughs) yeah i i shout out to dad because like hector is the same like he's like uh, you know she's gonna be here until the day comes and until the day comes like we're gonna talk to that man and it's gonna be like i'll be there for my baby but like you know, you're going to take care of her. Like, I need to know you're Mm going to watch over her. Um, So, you know, before we go, Nakia, just a couple of more questions. Nothing crazy. You don't have to, like, like, you can literally answer them. Yes, no, maybe. (laughs) Um, Okay. (laughs) Did you guys, and these are just, like, sporadic questions, like, just that came to my mind. So did you guys do um, couples uh, counseling? before you guys got married you did okay how long did you guys do it for it was like a I think we did at least eight sessions like six to eight sessions okay so they're by sessions okay I wasn't sure I because like I always told Hector I'm like if we get married through the church or like because we have not been married through the church but um I'm like I would like to go and experience that like that's one thing for sure that I would like to experience um Next question. Are you, uh, who is, I guess, like, your couple, married couple, or it could be, like, couple that has been together, role models? And this could be anyone, like, Mm. mom and dad. I really hate to say mom and dad because I feel like that's (laughs) such a (laughs) 
cliche <laughs> thing to say. Um, but I mean, they're the, they're the example that I grew up with and I have seen them respect each other. I have never, I've seen them get upset, but I've never seen them like yell at each other or like curse each other out. Like they've always been so respectful towards each other and just genuinely are in love after 32 years. And so, yeah, I would have to say like just because they were my example growing up, like, I really admire them. That That's amazing. Shout out, I don't know, can we, like, say COVID wedding with Nakia and mom and pops for the, I feel like that's <laughs> what it needs to be titled. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, no, just, for real. It, it's, <sighs> mom and dad, if you're listening, amazing. Amazing woman that you have raised. Amazing parents. Like, I see them on your social media, and I'm just like, I, I want to be like them when I grow up, like, for sure. Um, Shoot, me too. <laughs> seriously, like, never screamed at each other. That is like, if I could get there one day, hey, Hector, we got it made. Um, <laughs> or at least that I've seen. Like, yeah. They the, probably did that, like, before I, while I'm not around. <laughs> <laughs> um, so who would you say is someone that you look up to? And this could be with anything. I up to. Yeah. Honestly, so, like, one of my assignment leaders when I was working at my last company, when I when I was living in France, I looked up to her so much. Um, her name is Camilla. I'm going to, oh, I'm trying to get her last name. Orzachowska. She is Polish. She knows six languages fluently. And she's just a boss in, in like, in technology. So, yeah, I look up to her. She's she's awesome. Nakia, I love how you said, like, uh, not that nobody else is real, but, like, I love how you didn't mention an influencer. Can I just go ahead and, like, shout out <laughs> to this boss tech person? Because, sorry, I definitely forgot the name of her. <laughs> but, like, that's, that's, you know, we need more of that for sure. Like, yeah. I, I, I you know... I do look up, I have role models, I look up to certain people that are quote unquote famous, and but like that you said someone, you know, that you worked with, like that's amazing because you don't hear that so often. So lastly, Nikia, and I know you're probably going to hate me for this, but are you willing Uh-oh. to come on for part three for fashion? <laughs> um, yeah, I've been waiting on this. <laughs> Nakia, I just want to talk about, I would have gotten married in the the outfit that you wore for your bridal shower. Like, I was like, <laughs> why didn't she just get married in this? This is amazing. Like, I, I need to talk about your outfits because they're my inspiration. I mean, I told you this already. Like, you give me all types of, like, inspo for date night. Um, I can't do the heels because I just, I just can't, I can't do the heels, but props to you, man. Like you wear those heels, like it's nothing. So yeah. Oh, trust me. It is all a show. <laughs> <laughs> killing <Well>. me. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, like I'm more plus size. I mean, I could wear certain still heels like that are chunky, but nothing like what you wear. And I just... I love everything that you wear, like, legit, like, whether it's, like, joggers, yes, so, you already said yes, 
we're coming on next week for this for part three of Nakia's fashion. Nakia, you just have so much to share with us. That's why Hector was like, "Wouldn't that be biased? Don't you think people are gonna get upset?" I'm like, "This is my podcast. I can do whatever I want." So sorry, people. <laughs> like, I love Nakia's outfits. Like, I, I just think there's so much that you could share for sure. There may even be a part four for Faith. <laughs> We could end it with faith, <laughs> if you'd like. <laughs> Listen, I'm all for it. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for this. I'm excited for this.